All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From a Montreal blog, <clears throat> they want... Oh, that trade? They want Nugent Hopkins and Darnell Nurse for Max Pacioretty. And our pick, too, don't they? They've got a high value on Pat. Yes, they say, they say enter Bergeron, who's going to target a roster player or two from the Edmonton Oilers, along with their 10th overall pick. What do they have that we would want? Nothing. Yeah, and this is all for Max Pacioretty. Uh, maybe. Yeah, He's we no can nuge. do it. Connor can do it. Yeah. No. But he had Nathan McKinnon there to, and my boy Martin Firk. Loved oh, Firk. Firky. FRK. I had a good laugh at him. Not with him, at him. All right. Now. Are you ready to go? There's some gold sneaky, there to take. You sneaky son of a bitch. There's some gold to take. Yeah, the old rolling sneaky, start. Sneaky, sneaky. Real life podcast opened up with a sneak play. You know how you do it when it's 43 degrees in the office of Little Brick mm. and you just turned off the air conditioner because it's louder than the 747 and you elected to wear pants today, unlike Dan, who hasn't worn pants in three years. Finally, the weather has caught up to your outfit. Congratulations. I'm Wanye here. I'm about to go tarps off. Sorry to interjecting there. Well, it's quite all right. Do as you please. It's your show. Two, it's also Bag Milk Show. He's here. I'm here. S- sweating. Not sweating yet. To the old I can feel it. Oh, I yeah, can I feel, can feel, feel it, it coming. Oh, yeah, it's brewing. Yeah. Jay I, just, I, literally, I literally, hey, and hello, everyone. I just took my shoes off to let some heat escape <laughs> let from them my off, feet. Man, by the end of this podcast, we'll be Hats four are coming naked off. guys. That's right. Yeah. Scaring the old biddies a little brick. Don't tell them that they're old. 
Someone I and people are complaining that there's no saunas in the River Valley. I'm pretty sure we're yeah. Little Brick <laughs> is the summer. <laughs> the Little Brick office is the summer sauna and everyone's it, yearning for. It's when you want saunas too. The middle of the summer. Yeah. That's when everyone's thinking saunas. I had to work outside today. It was nice. Nice little breeze outside. Nice little breeze in the shade. The heat of the house drove you outside. Oh man, it is spicy upstairs. We even got the air conditioning going, but again, it's louder than the jet engine. Well, here's the problem. So this house was built in 18 dickety four when electricity was a rumor talked about at scientific conventions. <laughs> it was a dream. Yeah, and when we took over here at Little Brick, which is 1902 house in the River Valley, it had to be completely rewired. It had to be completely replumbed. It had to be completely re everything because it was shit city. But uh, we didn't upgrade the transformer line to the house. And so when we first moved in, we had a guy dig a trench, and he, there's a little transformer box near the house. And one day I was sitting in this office here, and I could hear some guy swearing like crazy in French, so I popped my <laughs> head out. And our transformer's like two blocks away, and that isn't it. So he dug this trench and then realized it was the wrong thing, spazzed, and we haven't seen him since. Mm. So if we put... French people are quitters, am I right? Well, if we plug in... So much as a <laughs> cell phone charger in the wall now. We're at max capacity. I also noticed uh, that in 1903, people's feet must have been smaller because the stairs going upstairs are quite narrow. Well, they used to bind their feet mm. like feudal Japanese wives. Mm. Yeah, Save on shoes that way. You got to. Yeah, every staircase in this house is a risk. So as a result, it's swash city in here, but we're working on it. We're going to get air conditioning here eventually, aren't we, Jay? Yeah. So once again, it's a... It's just like electricity was a dream, so it was AC, yeah. and it will become a reality. Well, it's going to be a hell of a thing because we have to use the HVAC in this Well, place. I'm going to call it Epcor right now. We've been waiting on you guys to tell us what the hell we need to do and how much it's going to cost for now two years. Two so, years. You know, the struggle is part of the journey. It well, is. I want, and, 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 and no, it'll, it's probably us that's holding up Epcor. They're probably like, we sent you 87 pieces of mail and you've replied <laughs> to none of them? How dare you? No. We expected Don Iverson himself to show up to do an inspection. <laughs> but like, we've... We've been knocking at your door trying to give you power, and you guys refuse it. Well, we got it made into a heritage building, and that was like bringing drama on ourselves because the minute you're heritage approved, you can't do anything without consulting a panel of warlocks about how we're waiting for windows. We're on season three of mm. waiting for windows because you have to get them rehabbed by an antique window maker. Yeah, they take them out, take them to a shop, refurbish them, or they for the ones that actually need to be recreated, have to you know it takes time, and so. The company that we're only allowed to deal with one company on this, and they're like booked for like three years. It's almost as though every house will be a heritage building by the time the window guy exactly. gets there. Exactly. So as a result, we make podcasts in the searing heat because we know that this isn't actually broadcasting to anyone. And Dan over there, <laughs> it's not has, plugged in anything. Yeah, it's not plugged in, and we don't know nothing. And this is how we pass the time. I'll tell you one thing: I'll be doing after this podcast. I'll be shouting out Epcor and going hashtag Sask Bask in the Sask because I am hot and swass in my swass in the bass because yeah. I am swass hot and sass. I will need a dip. Is Accidental Beach going to be a thing again this year? It's happening. It looks yeah. like it's it's starting to form. The water level's kind of high, but I've seen people on it. I think you got to want it to get there the right now. The amount of work that they would need to do to prevent Accidental Beach from being open is probably going to make sure Accidental Beach It would, it would involve canceling the LRT bridge. Canceling the LRT bridge, having a gunship in the middle of the North Saskatchewan <laughs> ready to mow down anybody <laughs> on Accidental Beach. Because that's where my plan is to throw a baseball over the river. It's from Accidental Beach. You're going to throw a baseball over the river? Well, I had a dumb idea. One day we were sitting upstairs with the boys and I was like, you know what? I figure I could throw a baseball over the river. I don't know, man. And everybody's like, no, I don't think that's the thing you can do. We used to hit full driver off the one side of the river trying to cross it and you had to crush a driver. And we were at like 200 feet elevation. In the air, yeah. But I feel like at Accidental Beach, it's not that I think I could do it. The short distance or the long distance? 
Like yes, I'm going to throw it the whole length, length of the, length of the, yeah, the like <laughs> north is, the Accidental Beach is like close to the bank on one side and far on one side. Yeah, like the narrowest point, I'm going to chuck it over the river. Well, and I'm going to count that as an accomplishment. Of course, there in, was. I just said I was going to throw accomplishment yearbook of yes, that's right. yes, this journal. I'm going to have a written list of all the fun things I've done, and I'm going to be buried with it. And throwing a baseball over the river is going to be one of those the, things. Yeah, the only shot you have, I think, is there because I think the beach is a little bit like it's it's gone out a little bit right now, and I think it's just because I don't know if it's whatever's driving that. So if there is a chance, like your window is open, but I honestly, I highly doubt this will happen. We but were in the Nation Mobile like two weeks ago, and you said, "Look at Accidental Beach over there." I uh, think you can do it. Well, I'm trying to pump you up, but now that we're actually on <laughs> going on the record, I'm gonna. This is not a record. Down. It's not a test. Just like I don't think the Vegas Golden Knights are a real thing. I don't think this toss can make it to the river. It's so gonna happen. It I'm probably gonna, will. I'm gonna hit Jasper Ave from Accidental <laughs> Beach. <laughs> Dan, you know what you need to do. You need to do a bet with Jay, where if the Golden Knights win the cup, he has to hang a novelty Golden Knights Stanley Cup banner in here. Until they are no longer defending Stanley Cup champions, because I will tell you what, nobody stopping Vegas. Nobody stopping Vegas. See, Dan's uh, already got one bet in the can with Jay. Yeah, I got to pay, um, which I will be paying out on this week. And I think there's another bet that's going to be paid out here shortly as well. So stay tuned for that. Dan's actually got a good idea too. He's going to tweet out a photo of the menu, and let the people join in on what you make oh, for him. Oh, excellent! I like that. A little bit of uh, content. A little bit of interaction with the people. I like this. Dan, I'm, I'm so dumb. I am willing to do a bet for the finals because I really want the Caps to win. So much so, I might, if there's a game six, I might go to Washington to watch and cheer them on and give them all of my attention. That's hot shit. We just did uh, uh, Stanley Cup predictions upstairs with the boys. Dan, I believe, had Vegas in five. Vegas in five. Oh, shit. No, it's, uh, it's going to go the distance. It's a six or seven game series for sure. And I'm not... I'm, I'm betting with my heart and definitely not with my brain uh, <laughs> that I will take the cap. So we'll have to figure out what a punishment is for that, Dan, for both sides. So dinner or lunch at Little Brick is, is the first bet I lost. What is the second bet I lose going to be? I'll have to put some thought. If you have an idea for a bet that they can do, please tweet at us. Yes. Yeah. Nation Real Life on Twitter. At Justin Bieber. At uh, Justin Bieber. He would love to know at your At Champagne show. Puppy. Yeah. And Little Tay. Yeah. Oh, man. Drake dropped that great diss track this week. Did you Ooh, see what he fire. did? Instagram to push a T. No. So he showed a receipt to OVO Sound, which is his record label, to $100,000 to make Pusha T songs for his new album, which is great. Subject line or memo line, career revival, oh. 100000 US. That's so oh. good. Shots fired. Shots, Shots fired. fired. It's just, I, it, it's so tough to, to like, because nothing from Drake like, when you see him, screams, like, I'm a tough son of a bitch. Shots fired. So, like, he does this stuff, and I'm like, Aubrey, what are you doing, bud? Aubrey. What are you doing? Wheelchair Jimmy just dropping fire. And that, was that a same-day diss track as well? Uh, next day, because Pusha T's album came out, and then he dropped that song next day. I think he's dissing Pusha T. That's so Who's good. he dissing? Pusha T and Kanye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talking well, about favorites about Kanye. Sells records, man. Absolutely. Oh, and this, let's not pretend like this is beef like East Coast, West Coast. Nobody's dying here. No, no, no. They're showing invoices for services. <laughs> yeah. And tax filings are being noted. Yeah, yeah. It's come a long way from the East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. I like it, though. Who would have thought? Wheel, wheelchair Jimmy. He was playing the drums in Degraski, and now he's dropping heat. It's as though Joey Jeremiah went and became the lead singer of Metallica after Degrassi won. 
Oh, that's a good call. That like, would it is as improbable of stardom as you'll ever care to see. The and zit I would remedy actually, will never yeah, be forgotten. It's as though the Zit Remedy recorded a multi-platinum career. Drake is arguably top ten rappers. He's had more number ones than Jay Z now. Oh, he's good. I, I without a doubt, and, and I'm super pumped that he's Canadian. But I just don't. Nothing for me tells me that Aubrey's tough. I fought Drake for a long time, calling him Aubrey. I didn't think that I would. I didn't think I would like it. I was like, "There's no way wheelchair Jimmy's gonna be dropping heat that I like." He does great oh, songs. Yeah, no, Hot Fire. He came to market Hot Fire and has remained Hot Fire the entire time. Oh, his staying power is amazing. Yeah, like, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, no, nowhere. Although he might time out of his demo, as we say, as Maybe. we say in the industry, like when you watch a 93 year old Mick Jagger moonwalk across the stage. I'd still watch that though. But that's what I'm saying. Very rare. Very few people can continue to command attention until that late in their career. Yeah. Drake's doing cool stuff, though, because he's appearing with all these new up-and-coming rappers, like right off the hop, giving them their big cosign. It's so smart. Keeps him relevant. Yep. He's touring with Migos. Aubrey and the four, three Migos coming to town. Cannot wait. On the Stern Show last week, Snoop Dogg was talking about co-signing California Girls from Katy Perry and how that was... He looked at her as an up-and-comer. He's like, yeah, I'll jump on this song, and then that song erupted kept his name relevant now he's got that game show doing shit with martha stewart good for you snoop oh i forget the name of the song but uh it's that wale song where lady gaga's on it and and she's the up-and-comer yeah 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 so good oh just heard on the weekend it was that's supposed why. to be mia remember yeah it's supposed to be mia yeah and then she pulled out and yeah. it's a good gaga. track that was back in rotation unbelievable it was it was i was at a weekend camping golf tournament party where i'm still feeling a little foggy today uh, and yeah, someone played that song. I'm like, God, I love this song. Just like Bad Barbie. Gucci oh. flip-flops with a little Yachty on it. You know what? You know what real, real gangster is? Doing whatever you want. People are always like, why is Ice Cube making movies? Why is Snoop Dogg on a game show? Because they're making millions of dollars. Yeah, they millions. millions. Well, now he's on the cooking show with uh, Yeah, exactly. Why would he do that? Making edibles rich, or something. son slash ma'am. Well, that guy is living the life he exactly wants to live. Uh, he's, he's living the life described in the Snoop Dogg classic Murder Was the Case. Have you ever listened to that song, Bagwell? I was just listening to uh, Doggy Style the other day. Actually. Best rapper album of all time, I think. That was my very first album. It came out in 93. I did the math on that. I was eight years old, and I remember Papa Milk was not impressed that my brother bought that for me. A lot of F-bombs in that one, Wanya. Yeah, just a well, few. you got to. Chillin' is what you're thinking of, Jay. Chillin'. Uh, yeah, we be chillin'. My name Wale. Good track. Good track. I think that in that Murder is the Case song, he describes real-life events of getting charged with murder, which is true. His bodyguard and him got charged with murder, went to court, and then describes basically meeting the devil. And the devil says, if you come on and become a rapper, you'll never have a want, never have a need, smoke weed every day, and travel around the world, but I own you for all eternity. And Hail Satan. Very catchy verse about murder was the case that they gave him. <laughs> and you look, and 43 years old, Snoop is traveling the world, never had a want, never had a need, has basically been on tour the entire time. Oh, he has one need. More and dope. Yeah, and he addresses it daily. And what did he say on Stern that he's going to put? He's invested fifty million. In yeah, weed? about fifty million bucks in weed. That would be so funny if that's his Beats by Dre headphones thing. Like Dre, how'd you make eight hundred million headphones? Snoop, what'd you do? <laughs> Turned out weed became legal under my watch, and I had a lot of ready cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've got serious, download that episode. Great, Snoop Dogg. Download Chillin' Lady Gaga, and peep these ads as we pause for the cause. Alberta is where you find hard-working hands. Where prairie-grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. 
vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hen is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hen in your liquor store and visit RigHenDistillery.com. Back Real Life Podcast brought to you by Rig Hen Distilleries. I realize now I forgot to shout out Rig Hen Distilleries off the hop because I'm drunk on Rig Hen Distilleries booze and forgot. We can always edit things and add things to the beginning. Delish. Well, I think we've got to keep it gangster. Organic, as we say. Organic. Mm. Well, I brought, uh, I brought some uh, Nation vodka to the party this weekend. And uh, it was, uh, we made some, I've got a buddy who makes unbelievable Caesars in terms of uh, ingredients. But I brought the right vodka and uh, we polished off a bottle very quickly at breakfast uh, on the Saturday. So, All breakfast Caesars. Yeah, so Classic. shout out to Rigan for uh, fueling the cause, which led to also, I you know don't like to brag, but I'll brag to the victory I had in this mm. uh, this boys' golf tournament we had. And shout out to Nation Vodka for getting me in the right mental space. Shout out to the Property Brothers, the winning team, because Kent Tilly. The K4 who, Financial, me yeah. and K4 Financial won. Friend of the show, been in the show, came to the KGB room at yeah. uh, the unnamed radio station we used to record at. Yeah, he, he was high on the Caesars too, so. Uh, high on the Caesars. Yeah, yeah, so we, we were in a good place. I was actually watching his financial videos the other day. They're, they're, good, they're hilarious. Yeah. I love them. They're so good. Yeah. Shout out to Ken Telly, K4 Financial. K4 Financial. Unpaid shout out. Well, he won, I, I would like to say, he, he won me $300 this weekend. Did he win 300 bucks too? Yeah, he won 300 so bucks, too. He each won 300 bucks, defeating the boys. Defeating the boys. He kept us in play all day, and uh, I was able to kind of scrape us around the green. So it was good. Uh, we zigged and we zagged, or we hammed and egged, whichever way you want to put it. It's a lot of beef and cheddars, 300 bucks. A lot of beef and cheddars. I'm not a beef and cheddar guy. I'm the regular roast beef guy Classic. for all you Arby's lovers. Uh, the uh, there are no Arby's lovers because it's like eating a urinal mint. Which is delicious. I'm about to eat beets, and later on that, I bet you later on when I'm eating these damn beets bag milk, I'd rather be eating Arby's. Probably not. Just looking at the can of beets is giving me war flashbacks. Let's leave that. Let's leave that be in that bowl, that hipster bowl from Little Brick. Uh, bag milk, talk to me about Bezos and space, because you know I love the bees. You know I love the most jacked, richest man on earth who has Blue Origin, his space company. And he's, he's issues, issuing, issuing doing proclamations that we need to move to space. Humans will have to leave the Earth and the planet will become just a residential zone, according to Amazon bo- boss Jeff Bezos. So we will do all of our work in space but live on Earth. We will have to leave this planet. And I'm quoting Bezos here. We will have to leave this planet. We're going to leave it and it's going to make it better for the future. We'll come and we'll go. The people who will want to stay will stay here. The rest of us will leave. The earth is not a good place to do heavy industry. It's, true. it's convenient for us right now, but in the not too distant future, I'm talking decades now, not a hundred years, it'll start to be easier to do a lot of the things that we currently do on earth in space because we'll have so much more energy. Do you want me to get real with you about the space industry and development? Yes, of course. I love space. Okay. So this is real. Nothing I'm about to tell you is a lie. <laughs> Let's just put start out this book with <laughs> I'm about to tell the truth. So I went to Van Ames, which is the NASA Research Center in San Jose, 18 months ago, and went to the private first privatization of space, like industry and space meeting. So it's cool. I had to get cleared by the State Department and cool shit like that. And I went in there, and they were talking about basically that. They said that in the future, to reduce pollution, what they're going to do is basically force all heavy industry to be in space. And right now, one of the reasons why space development is so expensive is that we do everything with terrestrial resources. We mine iron and aluminum and everything on Earth, 
build this thing on Earth, have to shoot it out of our gravity well, which is mad expensive. In the future, we'll build stuff in space. So they've got companies already that are like scanning asteroids to find one of like titanium or some crazy element, bring it into low Earth orbit, or LEO, as we call it in the space industry, Mm. and build stuff in space. So as a means of finally reducing pollution at the end of day, one of the big things they're touting about the benefits of space is exactly what Bezos is talking about. They would zone Earth for residential and light industrial only. I think that's genius. Because, like, you look at things like the Industrial Revolution where they're just burning anything and everything going up into the sky, and they have that situation. Uh, if anyone watched The Crown, uh, when Churchill was in power, the smog. and they had that, like, inversion, and all the smog couldn't leave and it from all those freaking coal-fired plants, and everyone, people were dying and couldn't breathe and shit like that, and, you know... Whatever like we're on a trajectory of that because we're, we're you know we're consuming we're growing you know and, and this these types of things still need to happen so I'm fully uh, I sign off on this Jeff. Bees. I like the idea of being able to jump real high because gravity's low. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not the first it five thousand benefits of being in space that I would consider. Well, it'd be like the NBA would be finally like slam ball See? without the trampolines. Just and like not ten foot nets. Oh no, my friends. No, like hundred foot. We're nets. jacking those babies up. Yeah. It's always weird and like space movies where they show earth in the future and like sometimes they'll show it like hyper populated mm-hmm. and there's like fifth element type shit going on and then they'll do like uh starship troopers remember starship troopers how the earth is like got like some population centers but everyone's still living in the country and stuff like that yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens if all of a sudden people are like well can't live on earth there's no money to be made gotta go live in orbit yeah well yeah for mcmurray is gonna be in space now yeah and the other thing i talk about too is that um, medic- so this meeting they were talking about this is the state of the commercialization of space and this is what the limiters are right now and it's getting everything into low earth orbit is the big cost so everybody on earth has to be loaded into a big ass space shuttle shot up but the amount of space launches are going up the cost of each kilogram put in payload for orbit is going down and there's like a cross point where all of a sudden somebody with like 20 million bucks in 25 years can fund a space mission Back to the article, the plan is to establish a colony on the moon that serves as a bridge between the short-term work on the new rockets and the long-term plan to help humanity leave the planet in general. So back to Bezos, he says, the moon village concept has a nice property in that everybody basically just says, look, everybody builds their own lunar output, lunar outpost, sorry, but let's do it close to each other so that we can pool and share resources that way if you need a cup of sugar you can just head on over to the european union lunar outpost and say hey i got some eggs you want to trade for some sugar what a crock of shit bezos first of all you know the first thing you're going to do is launch space amazon ain't nobody going to borrow no cups of sugar in a space amazon world where a drone will deliver you space sugar to your space pod first of all i feel like offended that bezos is even being allowed to talk about space that is elon musk's domain Mm. i want to know what elon thinks about this Bezos is crazy. He, they, they reference him all the time in this thing. They're saying that in his high school commencement, he was talking about, like, I'm going to go out and make a whole bunch of money with my first company and then go into space with my second company. I'll be damned if he hasn't done it. He's just like Snoop Dogg. He's a, a prophet of his own, yeah, his own life. Snoop Dogg also, of course, ends up in space in a different variety. Yeah. 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 Snoop yeah. has been in space since 1992. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way ahead of you, Jeff. <laughs> you know the joke that you do to Jeff Bezos on Instagram? You say, Jeff who? Yeah. So the joke is somebody at some point tweeted something about Bezos and then the answer was Jeff Who. So anytime there's photos of bees, you got to throw a Jeff Who on there. According to the virgin people on Instagram like myself. I've actually a fun fact about uh, Milk Manor. 
I've got a picture of Jeff Bezos, his first office hanging in my basement. Oh, the one with the banner? Yeah. Oh, is that nice? Yeah. You bought a photo of Jeff Bezos? Oh, hell no. I printed it. Ah. Old school. I taped it there. It's not even in a frame. I'm setting up an office. Are you out <laughs> ghettoizing <laughs> Jeff Bezos' first <laughs> office with your yeah. hey, milk office? Yeah. If he wanted to go that ghetto where he's got a banner in his office and piles of shit everywhere, then so do I. You're using a photo of Jeff Bezos to Bezos your own office. That's right. And it's in black and white because I ran out of colored ink. Oh, Go to, you should go to YouTube when you have a moment and look up Bezos laugh compilation. Speaking of <laughs> speaking time. of weird compilations, did you see the one that's floating around Instagram right now of Mark Zuckerberg and his barbecue? No, leave him alone. What are they doing? He's like, you know what he's doing? He's doing like a live broadcast, just kind of talking to fans or whatever. Oh. I personally think it's a nice thing. Yes. But because Zuckerberg, Zuck. Zuckerberg is so funny to look at, though. He's talking about smoked brisket and ribs and they... I don't know how many times he said it in the 30, 40 minute broadcast that he did, but they chopped it down to about 45 seconds of him just saying smoked brisket and smoked ribs and him being a smoke master. And like, oh. it's the best. He Shout out launch, to Zuckerberg. Yeah, he launch a line of smoked brisket rubs and all that good stuff. He had a photo of him with Emmanuel Marcon, the president yeah. of, of uh, France. And he had like a close up the day before of him, him running at the Louvre. And someone, uh, I think it was Tank, Tank Sinatra's like, nice eyebrows, Zuckerberg. <laughs> like, even Zuck's getting online bullied. When you oh. own Instagram, you're <laughs> Jeez, still getting Tank. But then Tank trolled. has Tank good news. Like, yeah, he's that, a good dude. That's only when he's Tank oh, of good news. We've got trolling Tank. Yeah, it's just so, like, fuck Jerry, though. He's got Jerry good news or whatever. Oh, yeah, fair Get enough. Get out of here, Elliot. That's yeah, I'm onto their shtick. Elliot Weeble or Drooble or Tweeble. What? So would a Bezos... Um, smiling compilation rival like a Zuckerberg blinking compilation. Well, Bezos just has a very bizarre laugh, but again, also very alieny. Yeah, right. Zuck is slowly morphing into Data from Next Generation. Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave him alone. God, oh man, he's got so much stress. He if Zuck to, wasn't Zuck, we wouldn't have kids. Facebook, and my auntie wouldn't invite me to play Farmville every other day. You know. Well, and we, we wouldn't, need be, selling, we wouldn't be selling Nation Gear left and right. Exactly. We wouldn't have almost a million followers online. Or a new project. There would. I, I, you could very strongly argue there is no Nation Network without Zuckerberg. Yeah. No, looking at the referrals, and like I'm doing deep dives into our referrals for the network, and Facebook's right there. It's a big chunk of it. We need you, Zuck. I'm running Sumo Jerky ads. Shout out sumojerky.com in the southern U.S., and I am moving tens of thousands of dollars of beef jerky every month. Give me that jerky. And I don't know these people, and I've never seen these people, but damn it, I love these people. And that's all because of Zuckerberg and the Pixel, the Facebook Pixel. Shout out. We killed our jerky in probably an hour. We had five bags, I think, Dan. Does that sound right? About five bags, and we killed it in an hour. That's about what happened to Wanya Manor. Yeah. Once we got over the, uh, the shake, the, the, the attached rub that came with the jerky. Oh, you got to jack up your sodium. We did oh, that, man. too. So this month, Sumo Jerky with a bunch of little bags of salt. And somebody hit me up on Twitter, like, what's up with this salt? And I was like, I don't know, more value, I guess. And you said you use it as, like, a condiment. Well, we didn't know what to do with it. So we're like, I guess you just sprinkle some on top of the there accompanying jerky. There zero instructions. No. So uh, then we get it. We, I'm like, I've got, like, a ramekin, and I'm, like, dipping it. I'm like, <laughs> I guess. Go to Wrestling with Yukon Jack. Shout out everything is wrestling podcast. And I'm like, hey, man, did you get sumo jerky this month? Yeah. I'm like, that's salt. I don't know if I was, like, a good dipping sauce. And he's like, what? <laughs> Like, what do you mean? He's like, you dipped beef jerky in that? He's like, dude, that's like steak spice. That's enough spice each bag for like 10 steaks. 
Yeah, we were sprinkling on top like He's nachos. He's like, how's your uh, sodium intake? I'm like, I don't know. I'm still young, Yukon. I don't worry about things like that. <laughs> no, I got immediately lightheaded and faint. Yeah. My blood pressure just shot skyward. Oh, I'm good. Unless I'm like hungover or drunk. Those are my only two settings. Yeah, the boys upstairs were all like, what the hell do you do with this? I don't know. Sprinkle it on, I guess. See, this yeah, is, I think, that at the I think Milk House. and this is why sumo jerky is fun, because once a month you get a new adventure. So here's a situation. It's all about eating this week, apparently. We have a situation whereby I was tricked by Jay and Bag Milk and possibly members of the Illuminati into eating Bag Milk's bet beats, we'll call them, where we weren't supposed to watch hockey playoffs, all playoffs. I cracked, watched a little Golden Knights Jets game. Jay snitched. Now I'm eating beets. So how does this work? It's a guest star. You've been eating beets all year. Tell me how to do this thing. So what you've got sitting in front of you, and I'm going to start broadcasting if you are on following <laughs> If you're listening Nation live right now. Yeah, which is <laughs> if you're following Nation Life, life you would have already seen this, but we're yes. broadcasting now. So, Wanya, be aware that we are broadcasting. So what you have in front of you is, I believe, 14 fluid ounces of grade choice beets. Get this shit out of here. Courtesy of Aylmer's. They are sliced beets, slightly salted. Speaking of sodium. I don't know if I'm man, as beets go. So I'm just going to crack this motherfucker. D love. Oh, oh. Yeah, we gotta give Wanya some can opening instructions. How old there is that go. can opener? There, there it is. There it is. There, if, yeah. if anyone can hear that, it's the sound of a I'm can of beets faulty being opened. Beet can technology. This looks disgusting. Oh, I'm telling you, it's disgusting. The f- and I warned you guys. How do I strain this shit? See, well, you need a sink, which we do not possess. Yep. Oh, okay, that's resourceful. Oh, be careful. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so wow. much liquid. Will anyone drink I'm this goo? You, Jeez, there's, Ooh, so there's our bet, Dan, in right there. old <laughs> latte cup from I an dr- hour ago? I drank it after a beat cast once, and uh, yeah, it was awful. It didn't taste like brum? No, it did not taste like brum. It was awful. And actually... Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you need the bowl. You can even out right in the can, bachelor style. Oh, I got to batch it. Oh, you don't have to, but I kind of like it. All right. How many squoes is... The whole can, man. That's, can you show me the can to see how... Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that was a I lot of fluid. squoes all the water out of there. There'd be way less beets, but it's You'd think so, fun. but they'll get you. How many do you do in a fork? Ooh. As many as I could power down, to be honest. All right. Once like, a, those, like a big dog? Like once this? those hit the lips. Yeah. Go for it. A moment on the lips for a lifetime on the hips. Hmm. I can First smell thoughts? the beets. I don't mind beets. They're pungent. They've got a scent. I, I hate this. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't want to eat it after every game. Yeah, it's not the worst. Beets got a little sweet sugar to them. And these are the best brand. You've, you've done a lot of... Uh, I've done the research. This is the best brand that you can find. Uh, the interesting part is I don't know where that, paric- that periscope uh, went. So we're going to change gears here. And we're going to go to the Nation account. Uh, we're going to resume. Wanya, please continue to enjoy your beets. This is disgusting. Well, I won't say disgusting. That's not a disgusting. They're disgusting. Don't, don't be so harsh to the beets. They're, I think the beets well, are better. I've eaten some shit in my day. Yeah, exactly. You don't need your steak spice. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would probably be. That's exactly what you need. You yeah. know, you dip a little jerky in We've there. We've eaten crickets and worms on Coastland Road, that's man. That's true, man. So that's beets true. is a, is Crick, a dessert parfait. One time at Shanks, I accidentally drank out of a pint of beer that somebody had barfed into. Oh. Oh. I've drank in, in Shanks. I was dr- playing mini golf and going around the outside, and then somebody left a Puke pint. Uh, it was drank, our pub crawl. I thought, yeah, it was probably one of ours. Then. I guarantee it. I, I've drank a few beers that have had cigarette butts in it. Oh, man. One of the grossest things I ever saw in my whole life. I was working at Nickelby's before it became the first brew house. It was like right when we took over, 19, don't know anything, don't know anybody, and I'm bartending. And this like s- sort of sketch guy comes up to me, like jean jacket, long hair. He'd been born there probably or something. And he's like, hey, man, 
it's like midnight and it's half sketchy people and half our friends now right because the kids are moving in something's wrong with this beer it tastes terrible i'm like oh my god really let me look and i poured it into a glass and he'd been ch- drinking a spittoon oh and there was like butt floating out. oh he must have been oh, so no. greased we had a buddy who's named john but we call him jimmy and uh our boy jimmy Loves his water. The thing about Jimmy is he's <laughs> got an iron stomach. He doesn't matter what country he's in, he'll drink the tap water. Yeah, he loves water. Does not matter. Loves water so much, and he'll drink any tap water in the world, and he's been fine. Like what? it's really, really, and he's this been is gross. By the way, I'm and he's been to six. Southeast Asia. He's been to everywhere. Because yeah. I would brush my teeth in Thailand with the tap water, but yeah. that was like. You're spitting a bunch after like that's balls. Yeah, oh yeah. He's got like, an iron gut. Yeah. So 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 John Boy loves uh loves his water, especially like oh, big night. Goodness. So his routine coming home <laughs> after a big night out. Oh sorry, Wani's feeling some big Wani's struggling here. here. I think this is just mind over matter. He's gotta power big bites through. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna eat like super fast. Wanya powering oh, through. Oh, oh, oh you're no, dropped a beat. Rogue beat on the ground. Wanya uh, dropped a beat. He's enjoying it. He is studying the piece. Of course. I, I, the whole I, can. I'm not that mean. I'm here to. Well, I'm the third party. 30 second roll. Arbitrator here. 30 second roll, boys. It hits the ground. 30 seconds. You've been, I see, about halfway through the can. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Oh, my. Look at that. Fuck no. I've got all sorts of. Wanya Show is, that, too. That is the most disgusting That's part. That's a beat latte. Anybody who's watched a beat cast before knows how much I hated the juice. Avery, specifically, from Avery Sports Show. Shout out to him. Uh, loves beets, and he kept telling me to drink the juice. Like, look at hey, that black thing. No, no, that's okay. That's natural. That sure? is part of the yeah. uh, the rind or something yeah, like that. No, I would never good. eat it because no, it was disgusting. It's fine. So I don't have to eat that? I would eat around it. Eat around it? It's the entire glob. Yeah. Oh, no, it's only a pour. It's only like a quarter of that slice. A quarter of the slice? Look at that distribution. Oh, uh, well, I, I, I personally would eat it. do it. You know why? Yeah, fucking, see, there it is. The Lannister pays his debts. Wanya pays his debts. Wanya pays his debts. Enough with money. Can of beets down. Unless it's money, I ain't paying no money. So the beats are down. The bet is paid. Almost, almost. Oh, okay. Four more nugs. Well, I, I want to finish uh, my story about Jimmy, mm, if mm, that's mm, okay, because mm, mm. this one's this is a good I prank. Got by the I don't. Oh no. I, well, and the beats are the star of the show, so we'll, we have to let them have their space. Go ahead. Jimbo loves water. Jimmy loves water. So Jimmy's routine when he gets home is uh, after a night out, is he pours himself like a liter glass of water and puts it beside his bed, and uh, he. Uh, goes to bed and then wakes up in the middle of the night and crushes the water and yeah. like this is like his like sanctity safe water and uh the boys you know they know jimmy's routine so we all cr- crashing at jimmy's house jimmy goes pours his big glass of water goes to sleep one of the boys while he's sleeping goes dumps the glass of water out fills it with vodka <laughs> oh no jimmy oh, no. you know trusting you know that the that's universe. water yeah. and then pounds it goes for season, chugs like half the glass, and yeah. then realizes it's vodka, and then proceeded to vomit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny couldn't handle that kind of water. That's rude. That is rude behavior. It's a good prank, though, especially because we were like 19. So you, that's guys like... Are, uh, you guys are a super beering crew, though. Oh, I love the super beer. What are the odds Jimmy hears this podcast? Can I tell a funny Jimmy story? Uh, Sure. Who cares if you're... Well, I don't know what you're about to say, well, but... It's uh, true. I mean, I, I just remember one time... What was the name of the... The uh, computer college on Bourbon Street. Oh, oh, oh shit. You're going to talk about that well, story? I'll tell a <laughs> version of that story. Uh, you got to go. You have to, yeah. you have to remove a lot of details from yeah, that I one. I suppose including. John Boy had a good night that one. What was the name of the school, though? Just so I can remember. What was the 
the, the, the computer college. Oh, shit, I got to keep eating. There's a lot going on here today. Yeah, you're busy. Uh, I don't know, CTI, CGI. CGI Computer CGI College. CGI Computer College. I was going to say the joint. The joint. Oh. Well, we're, the, this is when Nashville's was the, the spot. Mm. Rum Jungle on Saturdays, Nashville's on Fridays. Really dating myself here, but fuck with those are good times. I'll never forget the time I was in Nashville's talking to some rando. In the middle of the sentence, he's like, all right, man, got to go. Leaves. <laughs> Comes back over five minutes later, dripping wet. <laughs> like, what the hell were you? He's like, oh, yeah, no, me and my buddy had this plan. We just jumped off the top rail, landed in the water, climbed out, got back into Nashville's through the mall entrance, and he was back in the bar dripping wet. I've always wanted to do that. Oh, so did I. This is so, so gross, man. How many of these you eat? 38 cans of that. Jesus. 15 Come on, Oilers. Kilos. Win a goddamn game. You're killing these guys. You're almost done. I know. The man. light's at the end of the tunnel. The look on Wanye's face, though, is like, it's... It's that's, rewarding, isn't it? It's that's what I lived through, so I what, appreciate it. Yeah, he's paying. He, it, it was a good bet because clearly there's pain that was been. Uh, I feel like I'm eating a cross section of a rhinoceros' dick, <laughs> <laughs> just cut lengthwise and then widthwise. I love how you think beets are like rhino dicks. They're, They're the devil's testicles for sure. Google Jeff Bezos rhino dick compilation and see what comes up. Nothing <laughs> unsurprising. <laughs> They're definitely the devil's testicles. Uh, that I agree with. Full beets, yeah. awful. Well, either grown on the ground, hell's in the ground. The only ones the that I haven't had <clears throat> are the full beets. Next year, I might just stick a fork when I want to eat it like an apple. You sick fuck. Yes. So I don't really hate that many foods. I don't like pumpkin. What about pumpkin pie? Nope. What about pumpkin seeds? Nope. Pumpkin you, seeds, yeah. Pumpkin yes, seeds okay. are my jam. Unbelievable, yeah. But like the texture of pumpkin yeah. grosses me out. Squash, same thing. I don't know. Just something about the gourd family. Yeah. The I'm, Yanni gourds? I'm adding beets to that list of shit I don't They're like. They're awful. They're the worst this, food though. ever. Ready? Wanye paying his bet with the final. And I'm going to ding the fork around in there like it's an <laughs> old west cowbell. <laughs> Feel free, my friend. You've earned it. <laughs> Fuck it you, bag milk. Fuck you, Oilers. Not make the playoffs. On the make broadcast, we've got uh, a couple of comments coming in. Uh, Raw beats are not bad. You guys suck. You suck. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, that guy. You do suck. Raw beats are fine. Who said that? Germanji, it looks like. I forgive you. That's okay. Who else said something? Uh, we had somebody say that someone came into their flower shop looking for beets and beet plants, and they thought of us at the nation. Well, I'm glad that I'm the beet guy now. I appreciate that. Is anybody currently watching the live stream Work for Stars Air Ambulance? Because I would like them to come and get me from Little Brick and take me to a hospital to have my stomach pumped. Uh, the Nation Dan says, I heard the sound producer is amazing. Dan, oh. get out of the chat. Uh, Dan, get out of the chat. Get out of there. You, you didn't even end it with a go, Knights, go? Yeah. What kind of oh, golden geez, nice you gotta get those pl- Yeah, you got to get those plugs hey, in. Hey, man, so I paid my bet. You paid your bet. Beatcast, Wanye edition of the Beatcast. Thanks for watching, everybody. Watch the broadcast. That was horrible for Wanye. I understand it smells in here now. Good on you, though. You did it. Did you, uh, you admitted that you were busted, which even though it was quite obvious. Well, I didn't admit shit. You sold me out, and I didn't have the heart to lie. I, well, I told you all along. I was <laughs> on Team Bagman. Oh, I know. Bag milk has eaten enough beets, and he didn't eat a palm door or whatever the hell it was going to be. Was it as bad as I made it seem throughout the year? Yeah, it's gross, man. Like, the texture of beets are sick. It's terrible. They're the awful. The taste of beets is gross. Whoever eats them is gross. You're a dirt person. Gross. There's got to be, like, a beets a commission, person. like, got milk, and they are probably hearing this cringing, you just, you guys just slandering beets. Well, that's fine, but bag milk represents 87% of North American beet consumption this year. Yeah. Find somebody who ate more beets than me. You can't. There's Babas out there. They're like, oh, fuck. There's got to be a, like a Hungarian farming community that uh, is, you know, where the, 
someone's eating more beets than you. I don't know. Even in the Urals, they're saying, no more beets. <laughs> I'm like frowning. Like, I feel sad. Like, I just watched a clown get hit by a truck. I, I, you I you get it. feel proud. I get it. You should so, feel proud. You, it's heart of palm, not palm door. Palm door is what you win at cans. Ah, uh, <laughs> a can of palm door. Yeah. Heart of palm, though. That is a. Well, we'll get another beat on the table, or a beat on the table. Another bet on the table. Beats, where beats on the brain. Beats boy. on the brain. It's just the smell is bringing back horrifying memories of losses. There's a drop of beet goo on the desk that I'm not really awful. You should launch a subscription beat. Nobody box. would buy it. Nobody. Not oh, one box. person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The that's only a guy good... who surprises <laughs> Bee Milk at 123 Anyplace Town. That's a good name, though. Yeah. Beatbox? Of course. It sells itself. Beatbox. Comes shaped as a boombox. You just send it to your enemies? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm getting... Here you go, trash guy. Here's some beatbox. Did you ever chuff after any beats? Uh, I almost did after Gregor's recipe of mayonnaise and hot sauce. It was horrible. It was the worst thing I've ever had. That sounds never, amazing. You never puked one drip? Mayonnaise and hot sauce didn't work? No, nothing works. Jesus. Danger Dan behind me said steak spice and, and barbecue sauce or something else. That was actually better because those flavors killed the beet flavor I found. Uh, I would get so pissed off if I had to do that after every loss. Were you throwing things? And when the, when, the, when the clock was counting down and it was in the final minute, I could just... I'm finishing up the wrap-up, getting set to post... And then I could just feel myself getting angry. I could feel it getting angry as I'm walking to the kitchen, grabbing the can opener. It's building. By the time the beat cast actually started, full on rage. The smell of it, the look of it, the color, draining the juice and like having that, that wash through this the air. It looks like a glass of vampire blood. It's awful. Nobody should ever eat beets ever. And if oh. you're a farmer farming beets, shame on you. How are we doing for time, Dan? I got a lot of shit I'm mad about now. <laughs> Two minutes. Do you guys want to know about uh, Coke selling their first alcoholic beverages in Japan? Is it beet derived? <laughs> they are fizzy lemon drinks, according to Coke, as they make their foray into their first ever alcoholic beverage. Only in Japan, though. I don't know why they would only sell. I know why. Why? Go ahead. Maybe. Japanese 7 Eleven is like one of the most sophisticated supply lines anywhere in the world. Tell me about they it. They sell so much shit out of 7-Elevens, and they do so much market research that they really have like optimized their product lines. So an example, I learned about this from my time in Mexico. People who go to uh, Japanese 7-Eleven late at night after they're going home, in Japan culture, ladies don't go into the streets a lot of times after a certain hour. So ladies text their husbands or their boyfriends who are working, and they say, on the way home, pick up pantyhose, because mm. this was a use case that 7-Eleven in Japan found was the case a lot. And they realized it wasn't women buying pantyhose, it was men. So they put the pantyhose in like, an, like, a, like a little holder on the edge of the beer cooler for single-serving beers. Mm. And by putting the pantyhose, where's the pantyhose? Over there in the beer cooler. So many husbands were getting pantyhose on the way home that they'd buy single-serving beers, and they drove beer sales up. Well, being in Southeast Asia, being able to pop into a 7-Eleven and grab a cold one on your way out, oh, it's, the, it's best. the best. But So they just understand really, really well pairings of stuff. So I'm sure that they're launching it as a Pantyhose and beer, together at last. And if you were doing your research, because the Because realist- the guy, of course, is going to buy the beer because he feels shame for buying the pantyhose, so he's buying the beer to look cool. Or he owes it to himself because he has to get pantyhose like, oh, bitch. It was like when you were a kid, well, at least me anyway, when I was going to buy rubbers. 
when I was lucky enough to get some. What? <laughs> and I would throw them up there with like a, a lemonade and a chocolate yeah. bar or something yeah, like that. Yeah, fluffers, like just to kind of disguise what the real I would put the condom is. on the chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah, I would hide them underneath a skateboard magazine or something. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I'm maybe getting lucky, How maybe not. How old were you when you were slanging this D? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe high school, after high school. Nate days. Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Unbelievable. Nate days. I was scared. Uh. I was scared of... Safe sex and I was scared of <laughs> sex and women altogether. <laughs> no, thank you. I said, not no way, no how. I get it. No, no. You so were shut getting up. it. You were wearing domes everywhere. Would you wear them just around, or were they always for sexual congress? Yeah, like just uh, you always by myself. I would have like a nice posh wank, no cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> posh wank. That sounds like an off-brand Spice Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break, posh yeah. wank. Can we call this episode Posh Wank? Yes. We're back in a minute. Real life. You got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at JappaMachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. <laughs> Huddled over the Sears catalog like a fucking deranged lunatic. I remember I stole my stepsister's Victoria's Secret catalog at like 12. Yeah. Coming home, all my parents asked me to do live in my house is take in the mail. We just thought they asked me to repaint the house hourly. It was so much work. <laughs> but I come home one day and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take in the mail and the Victoria's Secret catalog is there. And I'm like, this is before anything, before yeah, the yeah, internet, yeah, yeah. before when you had to walk miles in the snow to see a boob. Absolutely. I remember looking at this Victoria's Secret catalog as though I had found 42 pages of pressed gold. It I'm is about, gold. And then my stepsister, I was about to say stupid, but I'm stupid one in this story. I hid it as you did in those days because you would hide things with like Ocean's Eleven level complexity. I hid it in a box. Inside another magazine in like the rumpus room of our house. And if I ever needed to go for a stroll, I would pick this thing up and away I would go. You almost went full Andy Dufresne where you like carved out the middle of exactly. the Bible. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 full Andy Dufresne. And so then one day she goes and she's like, I need a box. And she goes and gets this box out and opens it to see what's in there. It's a magazine. Takes the magazine out. Out falls her Victoria's Secret that she'd actually asked about for ages because she wanted to see it. I don't know what happened. You little pervert, you stole my Victoria's Secret and you stuck it in your pervert box. Yeah, I've good times. much worse. Oh, I, I know how far you could go down that road. I don't know depending. where I want to take it. but I'll tell you another one. My first girlfriend I ever had, my mom cleaned my room. I don't know how your mom rolled, but my mom would clean my room to do mm. a, a forensic audit of how I was living. Absolutely. Because in those days, you didn't have a phone to hide shit on. Everything was occupied physical space, right? Yeah, of course. And so... She looked under my bed, which is where I hid nudie magazines with the conniving genius of an Ocean's Eleven mastermind. And never find him there. So she goes to the public library and gets a VHS video out about dealing with your pornography addiction <laughs> and then leaves it on the kitchen counter with a note saying, we need to talk. <laughs> I wheel in with my first girlfriend, serious ever, I'm about 21, 20. I still live at home, whatever. And I wheel in, first time in my house, and we look, and she's like, what's that on the counter? Like, we need to talk, Wanye. And I'm like, oh, 
This is just a gag my mom and I play where she pretends I'm addicted to pornography <laughs> and I pretend I live at home still to help her. We've out. been doing this for years. Oh my god, was that embarrassing? Oh, good stuff. Mine one of one of mine is in, remember like on Super Channel? Oh, like yeah. like two AM on a yeah, Friday and show porn. like the softcore porn. Oh yeah. I scrambled. Yes. No, no, no. I, I had the channel. Oh, my God. Well, it's because it was just Super oh, Channel. Oh, oh, Mr. Oh. Rockefeller. Well, that was, oh, oh. That was an only child. So that I sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and because it was the movies, right? So um, I'd record it on, v, on, on VCR. I'd stay up late. Like, fuck, trying to stay up till 2 in the morning when you're like 15 or 14. You had to earn your porno when we were kids. Absolutely. It was impossible. And uh, so I record it. Oh, no. And so just using a blank VCR, VCR tape and whatnot. Well, one of the nights I took a tape I was using was one mom had for work. The shit said work stuff on. So I go and start using it, recording it. Mom has to go to work, use this tape to show this thing that's on this tape. Was it like social work to nice people? Too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it outrolls your... Poor mother. I guarantee if I go to my dad's house right now, there's a VHS tape full of Red Shoe Diaries. David Duchovny reading sexy stories. Diaries. Oh, well, yeah. You guys want to borrow my VHS about dealing with pornography addiction. <laughs> He's leaving the podcast. Oh, I assumed we were I thought we were just talking porn. Yeah, use it all. I don't care. Yeah, the Squire's leaving. Now, just the men here talking yeah, just porn. Just men here talking porn. You got good porno stories? Oh, yeah, jump in. Oh, this is awesome. Dan's fucking coming in. It's like a cypher. It's like a BET cypher, and we got a guest rapper. We had this kid when I was in high school, and he would always give us the heads up. I'm thinking like grade 10, so we're probably about 16. He would always give us the heads up when the new porn would show up at the gas station that he worked at. And he was always, yeah, yeah, because it was always in a bag with the corners clipped off the magazine thrown in the dumpster right, 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 out back. You don't have, if you get a magazine at your store, it's too weighty to ship back, so you just clip the and send them back. So he would give us the heads up. He's like, boys, oh. jackpot. And we would know what he's talking about when he said jackpot. So we would dumpster dive. One of us would jump in and we would just retrieve our bag of porn. Nice. Nice. Mine, uh, mine is, uh, is real bad. Okay. I won't, okay. I won't men- mention any locations. My dad was a teacher uh, and we oh. didn't have the internet when I was growing up. Nobody did. So, uh, so I'm in junior high and I went to my dad's school for take your kid to work day. Uh, so I'm sitting in his classroom. So you're how old in the story, Dan? I'd have been 13, 12, yeah. 13. Okay. <laughs> Peak hormone porn seeking okay. age. So I'm in a local Edmonton high school, yeah. uh, and I'm sitting in the classroom and bored to all hell. So I go into my dad's office, and uh, and I get on his computer. And Are you well, going to incriminate your dad here, Dan? Young, uh, young Dan got into some... Immediately uh, went to pornography. <laughs> got immediately into the pornography. Genius. Uh so bad, so bad. So back in the we day, so of course, bad. You had eighty browser had, windows. On you, <laughs> you were clicking some of the deep categories. Well, of course, when other when, yeah. Back in the day, when you used to go on porn websites, you'd get the pop-ups, and right, the, and the ads that you couldn't shut down, and they would just keep spawning. Well, one at one point during the day, I got caught by my dad doing that, and then undeterred, I was, and I was told, <laughs> <laughs> and I was told to shut it down. Uh, I didn't. Right. Uh, after lunch hour, I kept it going so bad that one of the porn sites programmed itself into the back end of the computer. These are just third-rate porn sites. There's mm. no need to do this. Yes, and they and they so they overspliced like the background of the of the computer. So even when he went to log in, 
there's naked boobies everywhere. Oh, so so he had to get an IT staff member who I'm sure is listening to this and is just... It's like the guy who was the shop teacher. Hey, he's like, well, I know how to work a bandsaw. I can yeah. probably deprogram your porno computer. Yep. And so he had to come in and discreetly remove all these porn bots and all this Good shit off the gravy. Back yeah. You almost so, got your dad fired for porn. Oh, 100%. It's one of those things that when you're 13, you have no concept that, you know... Your dad being a teacher looking at porn on the uh, mm. on the internet during school time might get him in trouble. Mm. Oh, I remember in our school, we had 15 or 16 computers in the library. Very early library. Very early computers. The whole situation. Another nerd school in town. And we changed the homepage to a very early porno site. Me and my buddy. <laughs> Banana Net, it was called. Mm. And it was what you think it is. It was in the days when to download a picture of a lady oh, yeah. it was like frame by frame, and you'd like go and get a sandwich and come back. And we hated the librarian, oh, just no. watching her not know computers and like close the browser window. And then a kid would come and log in, and be like, bah! and then she would come over and be like, huh, close the browser window. Then another kid would log in, bah! come over there. Oh, that was good times. Yes. Ah. Trying to get people fired. Yeah, these so. days now you have to log into a computer or something, so now they know whose computer and login it is. Unbelievable. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for jumping in there and, and hot fire. You missed that story, Jay. You're going to like it if you listen to this this week. Dan so, almost yeah. got his dad fired. TLDR. For, of course it was porn- pornography related. Of hentai, course. I assume, Dan. <laughs> Dan's deep into the hentai. Deep into the hentai. <laughs> have you ever seen that Saturday Night Live where Eli Manning is the murder suspect and he's on the stand? And they're like, uh, it's very simple for my client to prove that he wasn't at the scene of the murder that night. I have here his internet search history from that time, <laughs> from 11 till 12 p.m. on Saturday night. And Eli Manning's like, can you just send me to jail for murder, please? <laughs> uh, All right, boys, structure. Yukon Jack is listening. We have to go to structure. We have to be structured and start again. The best and the worst of the week. My best of the week is Anton Shlepasev's girlfriend. They put a photo up. I think they're in Dubai. She looks awesome. And I'm sad. I'm sad, too. She's a beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. Anton's played his way to the KHL where he's going to sign for bulk rubles. His shorts are a little suspect in the picture. They were old-timey, to say the least. Yeah. But when you've got Mrs. Shlepasev on your arm, you call the shots. Anton, you wear the smaller shorts. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to wear the smaller shorts. Whatever you say, lady. I'm 23 going on 53. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my best of the week. Mrs. Schlepp, bless her heart. She is a wonderful woman. I'll miss her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I honestly don't see what all the fuss is about Mrs. Schlepp. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> Do you been, favor the earth woman romantically? I've been using my eyeballs, and uh, I just don't think they agree. Wow. Mm. I this, love Schlepp, though. This leads me to believe one of three things. One, you are possibly blind. Two, you have no frame of reference for what an attractive human woman looks like. Mm. Three, I can't say it in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to delve into too deep. Uh, but I, I just uh, I don't see what all the fuss is. A lot of hype, you know. I hear I hear I hear Schlepp's misses. It's always for me. Around. It's always for me. I've never shut up since I saw her about it. I know, and I and I love playing the game, but like I, I you know I did some research and uh, find me a hotter wag. Find I, me a hotter wag on the oil. On the oil? Yep. Oh, who's the winner? Give me two seconds. Who? Who's the hottest wife for? Girlfriend? I would say McDavid's misses. Don't hotter. say that the future. I don't even want to say it. Well, you put you put it on a tee for me to you knock think it out of the park. Mrs. McDavid is the most beautiful wag. I liked uh, now it's uh, past tense. Past tense. Mm-hmm. Well, Patty Maroon. Yep, beautiful woman. Francesca. 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 Very beautiful woman. Uh, Lauren Everly. I guess that's last year. You know what? Nuge did well for himself. Nuge you know, did very you, well. 
You know who else is doing well? The drip himself, Dylan Strom. Dylan? Ryan Strom. Ryan Strom is doing well for himself, and that pisses me off. So, like, like I, I was going to get can... her. And I'm like, no, Ryan. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to come in here all Perry Mason and throw the briefcase on the table and walk away. I put away, Mrs. But... Schlepp against any of those girls. Mrs. Schlepp. Tournament it's, style. It, it, but as I said, every, can different kill... strokes for different folks. It's not no one's stupid for liking someone else versus She's someone else. It's not your particular flavor of nation vodka, if you will. Mrs. Exactly. Schlepp can trap a live boar on her trap lines. Skin and serve the boar and make the pelt into a rug. That's she, hot as shit. Yeah. 45 minutes. Because in the Urals, that's what you take in school. She could wrestle a bear. Yeah. This is what you take in school in the if Urals. we're talking survival, I'm taking Mrs. Schlepp. Mrs. Schlepp would live longest of all wags in some sort of apocalyptic event. Guaranteed. Uh, Mrs. McDavid like, I oh, the power it. went out. There was a solar pulse. Uh, uh, I Can I buy it. things I, with I my say, debit card? I would say grab his wife. Because she's super outdoorsy. Oh, she goes oh you know what? That's a good call. Former oiler. Former oiler. Still an oiler. Still an oiler. Still on the books. Still an oiler. He's still on the books. Another that, year. That chick oh. kills and kills yeah. what she eats. No, you're right. She's you're like right. Amazonian. You're right. 100%. You're right. That is a good would. pull. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know I, I didn't well want to come well in done. and just drop it on you, but I'm, okay. I did pretty Grilling good there. Grilling with Griba. I'm going to stick behind my lady because that's how I was raised. You're a loyal man. I'll give you that. I'm loyal to another man's wife <laughs> because that's how I was raised. I regret nothing. And Anton, if your girlfriend is listening, tell her I say, fare thee well. I'll never forget our time together, which did not happen. I will say... Sleps Mrs. Who? Oh. oh, how dare you. My best of the week is very simple. As we spoke about last week, Connor's on vacation doing a little trip through Europe. Mm. You know, recharging the batteries. He was checking out some tennis today. And while he was talking, uh, watching a little bit of tennis, he was interviewed on the broadcast. All that is really irrelevant. Like a French TV broadcast? Something like that. I don't know. Chris watched the clip. He, you know, he basically told me the whole thing. So Was it in French or English, though? Were they like, it was in English. Voodoo heart trophy? Oh, yeah, it was, it was English. So... Interview is great. Watch Connor interviews. They're always entertaining. But the money shot came right at the end when he was asked. <laughs> An actual money shot? Yes. This is the was, porno episode. Those French, they're very liberal, you know? <laughs> uh, he was asked, your Stanley Cup prediction between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals. Connor's response was a perfect three words. I don't care. God bless. That guy is single-minded to make our dreams come true. Oh, I just, it just reaffirms everything. Tell me what to care about, Connor. Exactly. Drinking the pink, knows. doing push-ups, learning what coach says about power play. I love all of it. I care about all of it. Yeah. What percentage of Connor's mind is devoted to hockey? 97%? 97%, yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yeah. What's yeah. the other 3% though? Like Fortnite. Fortnite. Drinking the pink. Drinking the pink. Yeah. Opening his mail. Looking at his bank statements. Remembering CIBC lines. I'm doing well. Yeah, the penguin. Talking to the penguin from CIBC. Yeah. Avoiding Mark Messier. How to get <laughs> How to get Cam McDavid another ad. <laughs> that guy did a couple ads. Now he's just traveling nonstop on Insta. I love the life Cam McDavid is leading on Insta. I'm not, I was telling... Uh, I don't know if I should say this. Um, I was telling my friend who's got two boys. And one's super athletic and one's not. And I'm like, you got the Cam and Connor situation here. Cam played sports. I know he did. I know he did. But to some degree. You got, here's Cam, and that's yeah. Connor. Well, that's true. That's true. But he seems like fairly good and like well-resigned to his oh, life. Oh, he's, doing, yeah, he's, he's yeah. doing what he wants, His girlfriend's too. a rocket. Oh, yeah. Team. No, he's doing fine. And, and, he, and if we played hockey, he would destroy me. So No, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. Well, he played, college, he played university hockey, I believe. So. Oh, well, whatever. He so. is uh, Keith to Connor's Wayne, if you will. Must yes. be so frustrating to be training with your brother all the time, and he's Gretzky or Connor, and you are Keith or Cam. Globally speaking, you are still a good hockey player. 
but you are not your brother. Nuge also had a brother who played CIS. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. his name Brant Nugent That's Hopkins? Brian Nugent Hopkins. Brian mm-hmm. Nugent Hopkins. Yeah. They call him they call him they call him Hopper. Ah, yes, we can keep that. <laughs> What's your best of the week, Jay? Well, it's t- like the, the, it's You want to dismiss like, Mrs. Slepershev again and call that your best of the week? <laughs> My highlight was showing Wanya what's up. <laughs> Serving Wanya about um, Mrs. Slep, best of the week. Well, I really it's it's tough not to say the Connor thing because that's just so inspirational and just like I said reaffirms that, you know, we're going to great places. So, I'm just going to I went to the nation. I just pulled something off quick hits. I'm really pumped uh, that the Wichita Thunder are back as our ECHL affiliate. I feel like that's very important. What the hell? A little development. A little development. I remember the years of uh, Devin Dubnik not having a place to play because he oh, didn't have the an Iowa NHL Stars. team. Yes. Delorier. The Oilers ruined Jeff Delorier's career by refusing to have a farm team. Jeff Delorier was at our last nation event. Jeff no, Delorier was at the last. That's shocking. That's very nice of him. Yeah. Was Robin Brownlee there? Brownlee was. Did there. they meet? They did. They spoke. Oh, the shoving up the backside of their critics. hundred percent. The best. <laughs> the best. I'll do a throwback Thursday on a Monday to watching a drunk stranger hug Robin Brownlee, which is probably one of the favorite things I've ever seen in my own eyeballs. Oh, uh, Ruben, he's beautiful. That is beautiful. Interesting that for the best of the week, not one of us picked the three new coaches hired just last week. Well, that's actually my worst of the week. Ooh. Oh, honk. Oh. Dot, dot, dot. I think worst of the week starts with Jay then. My worst of the week is, as we just mentioned, the hiring of all these head coaches to be assistant coaches. I feel like it's going to be an interesting dynamic on the bench. Is this kind of like a too many chefs kind of idea? Uh, There's a lot of chefs on that bench trying to make us delicious little brick eggs. Like I will be for Dan here right away. Uh, So I like bringing in a good brain trust, but you got a guy who is just a head coach now coming to be... there is nothing against any of these guys as individuals. But like this four coach system where one's going to be sitting in the press box and then coming down for the third to report on what he saw from up top like it's different. I don't I don't <laughs> I just don't know what to see from. Him. I hope they prove me wrong. But you got four dudes that are all wanting to be head coaches. They're going to try to head coach the team. To me what this does is just this there's like a master plan in place where McClellan's getting the bump next year because Either Yanni or Klutzen or whatever is well, going to bump up. Certainly adds pressure under a little oh, heat to his seat. It's if you like will. it's like bringing in Brian Burke when Jay Feaster was the 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 GM and president of the team, and then Burke came in, and was, you knew it was within seconds that this that he was going to take over. It's like so when Little Kim and Fred Durst and Tommy Lee made <laughs> Methods of Mayhem, and you knew damn well they weren't going to stick together for very long because yeah. they all had to front their own bands. Get so this naked is like a, a there's like there's like pieces in play where the ultimate move is I think McClellan gets the bump and one of these guys gets promoted. So you're seeing kind of a uh, Pat Quinn Tom Rennie situation there. Yes, 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 yeah. We got we got co-head coaches. You so just gas them both and go with uh, what's his name. Yeah. So what, the why, why I think it's the worst of the week is because I think it's going to be a distraction, and I've got a bunch of people trying to you know take the crown, and it's just going to have some weird dynamic. Well, personally, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree to disagree, or agree, or yeah, whatever. Why? 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 I personally, I like the idea of more experience on the bench, and also having the same message broadcast three different ways now. Win. Yeah, as long as they win, I don't give a shit. You'd have the great Gazoo fucking coaching the, <laughs> behind the bench. You'd have Anton Schlepperstab's girlfriend, yeah. man, in the PP. Well, we're going to start the year with four, and there's going to be three by the end of the year. Oh, bolt. Or, or, or like 
leading into like the offseason. Like, they should go hire five general managers in the NHL to assist Chiarelli. Yeah. yeah, I actually don't mind it if it's. I, I like Coach Crowdsourcing. Todd. That's my boy. I love him. He's a good man. Oh, I, I do too, and that's why I'm like kind of like Ugh. yeah. But we got to win here, bro. I wholeheartedly agree. So it'll I, be uh, interesting. I liked uh, Glenn Gullitz and throwing a little shade at the Flames the other day, though. Oh, that's good. He was asked about the Battle of Alberta, and like now he's switching sides uh-huh. immediately after. And he's like, well, do you hope the Flames still do well? And he's like, I'll tell you this. When you get fired, you don't want your ex-team to do well. Throwing shade at the Flames oh, right away. And I heard, I heard, I heard Gullitson's like, like a, a player's coach, although he does snap and throw sticks in the stands. How but, high could he throw that baby oh, at Rogers' yeah, that place? Guy, that guy is going. <laughs> he can launch. But, Upper uh, deck. But uh, and uh, so I think he might be a good assistant coach. But like I said, we've got other guys that are trying to like it's. We'll see. But I, I did th- th- this. This group of four is going to be three. It's like a Yankees or a, or a Maple Leafs level move. Where they're just like, let's go hire everybody, yeah. and then you bring them all in as advisors and shit. So it's it's tough for them because they're all going to want to do their own thing. But uh, but like I know they have to like you know winning's a big thing. But it's they're all going to try to make their own stamp on the team. Who's running the specialty units here? Uh, Tom McClellan said it was a team, but oh, the power, the, uh, <laughs> see, it's already happening, boys. <laughs> the power play specialist they brought in is actually Manny Viveros, and uh, and apparently his WHL power play setup knocked this year. Oh, Swift, Swifty, Speedy Creek. So let me get this straight: Paul Coffey won't be coming back. No, he's, he's still, still on, on as a skills coach. Oh, for the yeah. whatever that means. There's there, there's like there's like eleven coaches on the Oilers. Like, quote-unquote, bench. It's like a football team. When yeah. you have management issues, the best way to resolve them is to bring in an innumerable number of managers and give everyone a chair and an iPad uh-huh. and let them have a consensus on the bench in real time about how to run the team. This is going to be a disaster. So, Just it, like it, Methods it of Mayhem's second album, Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> My worst of the week comes It's a uh, on a sad note. Today, as we record this podcast, is the two-year anniversary of the death of Harambe. Mm-hmm. Worst of the week, R.I.P. Harambe. May I, you never be forgotten. Never. I, uh, as tribute to Harambe, I wore my Harambe hat golfing all weekend. Remarkable. Remarkable. I made coffee in my Harambe mug this morning. Yeah. Harambe. I've got a Harambe cozy and a Harambe ugly Christmas sweater. I've so. got a Harambe tea. I don't know where that is, but I've got to find it. You do. You do. The news cycle is so short these days, but we haven't forgotten Harambe. You can't. Harambe is legendary. I was. Uh, I, 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 I will never let him die. Will you? He is yeah, dead. Never. That's why we remember him. But his name? No, his his name may live forever. If his name was like Steve the Gorilla, <laughs> <laughs> like Steve. Actually, you know what? Steve the Gorilla is pretty. Smart. Well, sorry if you elongate it like that. It was just Steve. Where can I see Steve online? Where yeah. is this guy? <laughs> like Good times. Like it, it, the name Harambe is just legendary. Absolutely, it actually is legendary. It's Latin for gone too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Uh, Harambe, you were uh, just trying to babysit. The show has a laugh track, right? Paid the Perfect. ultimate price. Wanye, <laughs> worst of the week. Anton Schlepersev's girlfriend is gone, yes. and no matter how much Jay hates on him and promotes Lauren, Mrs. McDavid, I don't care. I'm adrift. I'm like Methods of Mayhem in their third album when Tommy Lee and Little Kim left and Fred Durst went to do his other thing. And all they had left was that weird drummer that wasn't part of anything and the guy with the long dreads who was the only non-known musician. So Tommy Lee was on it and there was another unknown drummer? Yeah, Tommy Lee was rapping, not drumming. Oh. And then they had another guy who just had like dreads. Yeah. He always wore like an orange raincoat or yellow raincoat. Yeah, Tommy Lee did like DJing and shit, did he? Yeah. And then... yeah he did a DJ show in Edmonton yeah, at some parkade. In the, in the parkade of City of, Center. Yeah. I want to watch that. 
Yeah. Was Motley Crue here as well, or is this a solo? No, this is, this is just Tommy and his uh, large Mundare. <laughs> yeah, his large sausage. His Mundare sausage. <laughs> his uh, Stenichi, if you will. Yes. Yeah, if you will. <laughs> I'm well, sure they love that brand alignment. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If you could steer a boat with it, I'd I'd be on board. Yeah. He steered a boat with it? Fucking right, he did. I heard that thing's so big it has an elbow. Yeah, absolutely. This is a very sex-charged episode. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's an elbow. For three oh, virgins. I can assure you there was nothing written down on paper to talk about porn and yeah. sex today. Only sex. It says right here on my yeah. notes. They covered Underlined condoms, porn. You started all wang. your condom talk. Well, you asked. I never said. Did you ever buy a condom and try and sneak it through with an ice cream sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> it was the pantyhose that led to this. Ah, oh, yeah. See, oh, that was right. you. You got to blame. So, roundabout way, we're blaming Coke for all of this. Coca-Cola, that is. <laughs> yeah. We're out. <laughs> uh, well, we can't all be good ones. No, I'm just kidding. No. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.